hello everyone. Welcome to the Mystic Show. Good morning, good evening, good day, good life. <laughs> uh, not sure when and how you're listening to this, but uh, anyway, I'm happy that you're able to join me now. Uh, and this is the show, the Mystic Show, where we talk about spirituality, mindfulness, uh, meditation. And personal development as well, because we really appreciate all the spiritual topics, all the philosophical, esoteric topics, but we also appreciate uh, putting them into action, actually incorporating them into our lives so we can help ourselves and help other people live a, a happier life, maybe more spiritually goal-oriented life. And um, and if you practice what we talk about on this show and, and other things as well, uh, it'll definitely have a big impact on your, on your spiritual growth. Uh, we broadcast the show live every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on the Fractal Stream internet radio station. And then we archive every show as a podcast in three different places, iTunes, Stitcher, and our own website, which is www.themysticshow.net. So themysticshow.net, and you'll find links to all our social media, as well as links to the Fractal Stream internet radio station, so you can listen live whenever you want to. And uh, we'd also like to thank our sponsor, Pause Your Life. Um, if you ever felt like you wanted to stop the world and get off for a minute and just breathe, relax, uh, well, that's what Pause Your Life does. They have meetups and retreats, and it's all based around balancing yourself. Our lives are so crazy, we never actually stop, or very rarely do we ever stop. And usually, nature has to make us sick <laughs> to make us stop, you know? Nature will throw you in bed for a week and say, stop. So instead of waiting to get sick, you can do a, a meetup or a retreat with Pause Your Life. There's a spring retreat coming up. Uh, their website, pauseyourlife.org. Pauseyourlife.org. Um, and there's also a daily email you can get from Pause Your Life. So, like I said, I'm happy you're here and... Uh, the first topic for today's show is, uh, well, I'll give you the title of the section of the book we're reading. And the book we're reading is called Your Invisible Power by Genevieve B. Rend. And it was published uh, about a hundred years ago. So I'm not breaking any copyright rules by reading it. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> and uh, so... This whole book is about visualization and manifestation, and beyond that, just really beginning to understand your mind, that it is a center of divine operation, that your mind is intelligent, and it actually interacts with the bigger intelligence, which is the universe or God or whatever that is, uh, 
and we take the pure potential, and with our thoughts, we actually create things. That's how we create our lives. And this book is all about that. She studied with uh, one of the great thinkers of the time, Thomas Troward. And uh, in fact, the last section we read was the story of how she became the only personal pupil of the greatest mental scientist of that day, Thomas Troward. It was an interesting story. She went from New York to Europe, found Troward, and Anyway, that was the last episode. It's a nice little story. And today, we're going to read the next little section, or two. Actually, there's two because they're very short. Uh, The first one is called, How to Bring the Power in Your Word into Action. Again, How to Bring the Power in Your Word into Action. So let's go ahead and just read this real quick. It's not very long. Again, from the book titled Your Invisible Power by Genevieve B. Rent. In your every word, there is the power germ that expands and projects itself in the direction your word indicates and ultimately develops into physical expression. For example, you wish to establish joy in your consciousness. Just repeat the word joy secretly, persistently, and emphatically. The joy germ begins to expand and project itself until your whole being is filled with joy. This is not a mere fancy, but a truth. Once you experience this power, you will daily prove that these facts have not been fabricated to fit a theory, but the theory has been built up by careful observation of facts. Everyone knows that joy comes from within. Another may give you cause for joy, but no one can be joyous for you. Joy is a mental state of consciousness, and consciousness is purely, Troward says, mental. Mental faculties always work under something which stimulates them, and this stimulus may come either from without through the external senses, or from within, by the consciousness of something not perceptible on the physical plane. The recognition of this interior source of stimulus enables you to bring into your consciousness any state you desire. Once a thing seems normal to you, it is as surely yours through the law of growth and attraction as it is yours to know addition after you have the conscious use of figures. This method of repeating the word makes the word in all of its limitless meaning yours.
Because words are the embodiment of thoughts. And thought is creative. Neither good nor bad, simply creative. This is the reason why faith builds up and fear destroys. Only believe and all things are possible unto you. It is faith that gives you dominion over every adverse circumstance or condition. It is your word of faith that sets you free. Not faith in any specific thing or act, but simple faith in your best self in all ways. It is because of this ever-present creative power within the heart of the Word that makes your health, your peace of mind, and your financial condition a reproduction of your most habitual thought. Try to believe and understand this, and you will find yourself master of every adverse circumstance or condition, a prince of power. And that is the end of that small section. Um, very interesting in that she talks about repeating the word, you know, of the condition you want to bring about in yourself. Um, and you know, that's the idea of having a mantra, I guess, which I, it obviously does have some benefits, right? As, as the author just described. And it also points at the deeper, the deeper truth here, which is that, and I think she said it, um, where did she say it? Um, here you go. Um, the recognition of this interior source of stimulus enables you to bring into your consciousness any state you desire. So this fact that we can create by ourselves any state we desire, I mean, that is, that's a profound truth. And, and, and really how cool is that? Because whatever circumstance or condition you're in, you can choose your own state of consciousness. Now, it might not be easy for you every time, but that's the whole, you know, the game of life, this whole dance. We're, we're dancing is that um, we're learning how to control our states and put ourselves in certain states and be sort of transcend our circumstances in a way. And it reminds me of, uh, you know, I know Tony Robbins talks about state management. In fact, in some of his earlier books, that's, that's the whole, his main message is that we have to become, you know, very good state managers of our own state, our own state of consciousness. 
So this is, I mean, obviously the reason meditation is important because it helps regulate the mind and it allows you to have more control over your own state. Um, so, and then she starts, then she brings in the word faith, which I'm going to read this next section. It's actually even shorter than that, but she brings in faith. And I just want to mention that the faith she's talking about and also the faith that we talk about on this show is it really, it has nothing to do with like religious faith. Like we've all heard the word faith, mostly through religions well, that's my experience anyway. Uh, but the faith we're talking about here and, and the author's talking about is more like faith in the process or faith in your self, your inner self or your higher self or whatever that is. So it's not a blind faith. It's a, it's a practical faith in yourself. So let's read this. Next section really, really quickly. Well, I'll read it normal speed. (laughs) Uh, Okay. This next section is very short. It's called How to Increase Your Faith. Okay. It's called How to Increase Your Faith. And again, we're reading from the book, Your Invisible Power, written by Genevieve Berend. But, you ask, how can I speak the word of faith when I have little or no faith. Every living thing has faith in something or somebody. It is the quality of the creative energy in the positive faith thought, which gives it vitality, not the form it takes. Even intense fear is alive with faith. You fear smallpox because you believe it possible for you to contract it. You fear poverty and loneliness because you believe them possible for you. It is your habitual tendency of thought that reappears in your mind, your body, and your affairs, not the occasional thought upon some specific line or desire. It is the faith which understands that every creation had its birth in the womb of thought words that gives you dominion over all things, your lesser self included. And this feeling of faith is increased and intensified through observing what it does. This observation is the observation of your state of consciousness when you did, not when you hoped you might, but feared it was too good to be true. How did you feel that time when you simply had to bring yourself into a better frame of mind and did? Or you had to have a certain thing and got it? Live these experiences over again and again mentally until you really feel in touch with the self that knows and does. And the best there is, is yours.
And with that, we'll take a quick break. Welcome back to the Mystic Show. Uh, thank you to Anya for this little musical interlude. Again, the title of this song by her is unpronounceable by me. I guess I could spell it, but it, it's a, it's three words and they're not short words either. Anyhow, welcome back to the Mystic Show. Our website is themysticshow.net themysticshow.net and you can find links to all of our previous shows, our social media, everything. Everything's on the website and happy to be here with you today. And we just read a couple pieces from from uh, the book Your Invisible Power. Wow, pretty powerful stuff. I mean, if you're listening live, you may want to listen to it again on the podcast, or if you're listening to the podcast, you can actually just rewind. Uh, But this is some good and deep stuff. You know, it's hard to, it's, I don't want to read too fast because it's so profound. It has to be read slowly, but I don't want to, I don't want any of us to fall asleep either. So I really wanted to bring up something that um, I've observed. And, you know, the Mystic Show is all about personal development and spirituality and mindfulness and really honoring your higher self and your inner self. It's really, this whole show is about looking past the everyday mundane stuff. And we need all that stuff. We need jobs and money and food and bathrooms. It's all good. But this show is all about having the conversation about higher values and higher things and higher study, if you will. And making time for yourself to participate in this higher study for yourself is very important. Right? We have to make the time to read or to listen or to sit and think or to take a walk in the woods. I mean, this is in modern day life, our lives are so busy and almost frantic. 
and it really never stops. So some people are very good about giving themselves time. Other people are are still learning how to give themselves time because in the beginning it seems like why would I it seems like a waste of time actually to sit and think or meditate you know uh, or or spend time on yourself getting in touch with your inner self your divine self I mean that takes time <laughs> that's not something you do in five minutes um but like I said, some people are very good about giving themselves time. And I have to say, if whatever level you're at in terms of how much time you give to yourself, there's always opportunity to give yourself some more time. And some of the examples I've seen lately are, you know, there there are families where the mother or the father, or both at different times, actually take time to go on a retreat. They leave their family for three days or so, and they go spend time somewhere else uh, and for the purpose of personal development and getting in touch with them, their inner self and balancing their life. And some families out there would say, oh my God, you could, I could never leave my family for three days. I have two young kids. Well, I just heard yesterday of a woman who had three young kids and she just every year gives them to the husband and says, okay, I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> I mean, of course they plan it and everything, but my point is that if you really want to give yourself that time for personal development and you really make up your mind that you're going to do it, the universe usually makes it happen for you. Really, it does. I mean, in my own life, I've seen people who said, oh, I'd really like to go to India to, to stay in the ashram and practice meditation, but I have no money and I have no time. I have no vacation on my job. And they say that for a couple years, and of course they don't go. And then one year they say, you know what? I really want to go. I'm going next summer. And immediately nothing happens, nothing changes. But guess what? Over the next month or two, they say, oh, I'm, I, I can save the money, and I'm going to get the ticket, and I asked my boss to get off work, and I asked my wife or husband to, you know, to, to take care of things and, and I'm going and it's like, wow, I'm going. And it's, you know, the universe, the universe can make things happen. You know, we, each of us by ourselves, we have very limited brain power and intelligence and we can't see how the universe is going to make something happen, but it can. So I would encourage you if you're, if you're not used to going on a retreat or, taking time for yourself in any way it doesn't have to be a retreat it could be uh meditating for 30 minutes every morning by yourself and the family leaves you alone whatever it is you can do it and 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 you don't have to do it all by yourself just make up your mind and the universe will help we've seen it so many times right 
and it seems like magic, but it's really not magic. All right, so now let's um, <clears throat> let's move on to our um, our book, three sixty five Dao, Daily Meditations by Deng Ming Dao. And this book is has one passage for every day of the year. And today's passage is called Division. And I read this earlier this morning and I thought, wow, this is pretty cool. This is pretty profound. And actually, this requires a lot more thought. I mean, I, I have some ideas on, on what to, to comment on here, <laughs> but uh, I, I really need to read this again and, and sit with it for 15 minutes and, and think about it. Uh, but anyway, this passage is called Division. And again, it starts with a tiny little poem, and then there's a few paragraphs beneath it. So I'll go ahead and read this now from the book 365 Dao, Daily Meditations by Deng Ming Dao. Division. Problems cannot be resolved at once. Slowly untie knots. Divide to conquer. In order to solve problems, it is helpful to first understand whether they are puzzle, obstacle, or entanglement. A puzzle need only be analyzed carefully. It is like unraveling a ball of yarn and requires patience more than anything else. An obstacle must be overcome. We must use force and perseverance to either destroy or move away from what is blocking us. An entanglement mires us in a maze of limitations. This most dangerous of situations requires that we use all our resources to extricate ourselves as quickly as possible. No matter what the problem, however, it is important not to take the thing on whole. Break it down into smaller, more easily handled components. Most problematic situations are combinations of puzzles, obstacles, and entanglements. By fracturing them into these more basic elements, they can be managed easily. Even the greatest of difficulties can be resolved when they are slowly reduced. Then the knots of life are untied as easily as if we had a magic charm. And that's the the end of that small passage called Division. And I really like the way the author sort of defines 
problems as either a puzzle, an obstacle, or an entanglement. And this is very interesting. I, I, I wanted to actually think about some issues or, you know, uh, challenges in my own life and, and try to categorize them. And, and like the author says, usually there's a, they're a combination of the three. Um, but it's interesting, right? If it's a puzzle, it just has to be analyzed carefully. It's like unraveling a ball of yarn and requires patience more than anything else. So that's a puzzle. And then the obstacle, we have to overcome the obstacle. We have to use force and perseverance to either go through it or around it. And the entanglement is the one he, the author says is the most dangerous. And also that we, we should try to extricate ourselves as quickly as possible because perhaps remaining in the entanglement will only deepen the entanglement. Maybe like quicksand, right? The longer you stay in, the deeper you go. So, and then he talks about dividing up your problems into smaller, more easily handled components, right? A lot of our problems we can't solve with one in one shot. We have to make little progress, break it into little smaller things and solve little solve part of it here, part of it there, part of it today, part of it tomorrow. And uh I guess that's it's all sort of pointing to patience, which I don't know about you, but I'm still, uh, <laughs> I'm still working on developing more and more of that, <laughs> right? We could probably devote a whole show to patience by itself. So I'd like to thank you for listening today. Um, again, I'm Chris Curran. This is The Mystic Show, and... Broadcast live every weekday at 8 a.m. on the Fractal Stream. And then we archive every show as a podcast in three different places. iTunes, Stitcher, and our website. And our website is www.themysticshow.net. And you'll find all kinds of good stuff there. So thanks for listening. Thanks also to our uh, sponsor, Pause Your Life. That's pauseyourlife.org. Um, and as you move through your day today, I hope you can keep some of these concepts in mind and, and enjoy this big experiment called life. And as always, keep shining. <laughs>